Welcome to Yeah Now nah, Look, the Aussie Rules Podcast, Round 8 episode. Dicko, hey, Croft, Eli, how's it going? Good, mate. Me, yeah. and, me, and, me and Croft just fucking pumped some arms, bro. Do you enjoy yeah. the footy this Go weekend? Gym. Yeah, I did. Good round uh, of tipping for you. Yeah, well, oh, well yeah, yeah. I think it was a good round of tipping for everybody. No, it actually was for him. But yeah, it was I know. I'm sorry. If anyone is listening to this, fucking roast these guys for taking the piss out of me. Are you no. trying to right. throw the round? Are you are you trying to throw the round? It was the first time in history every team Thank lower you. on the ladder has won. Thank you. Commend. You were the one uh, taking the piss, fell. mate. I know, but, well, I did gain a few. You know what's weird? I have 37 votes in one of them, and then on the actual table on our... Our one, I only have 36. I don't know. It's don't, shit anyway. Well, I'm, only, a, I'm only two behind Reese now, so I'm catching you, mate. I have oh. a theory on tipping, and it's that uh, the people who usually win tipping comps have absolutely no fucking idea what they're talking about yeah, when it comes so. to football. Well, I'm winning ours, so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Fair only because the guy yeah, who knows no the least yeah. about footy in our comp has not tipped every week yeah. except the first week. Yeah, so Radden would probably be winning. <laughs> I'm just oh, yeah. saying, my mum won a won a school footy comp and got tickets to the grand final, and she doesn't know. It happens. So. Lux a fortune. <laughs> I don't know what that expression means. Do you want to understand that? Lux no? a fortune. Yeah. Does anyone know how to? Anyway, I think we're digressing a bit. Tweet we'll uh, move I'll, on I'll to the news for this week. Okay, so there's a few news stories this week actually, which is very exciting. Now I don't think anyone's really coming to us for news though, because no, they like, are. They are. It's not exactly breaking the podcast that we record and it comes out the next day. <laughs> Three days late news. Either way, you still want to hear we'll our perspective on it because that's what you're listening for. Although you're not listening because no call? one tweeted us last week. Nobody wants this a signed print. This is the hottest news story. No one, saw, no one tweeted for a signed Fraser Gehrig footy card. Are you mad out there, people? Uh, someone listen. With a certificate of authenticity. It's legit. Some guy in a backyard. The G train sat there and signed it. I'm yeah. disappointed Mark, Michael Barlow doesn't even want it. Yeah. <laughs> Nicky Barlow. He should send us a signed card. Thanks for that, Barlow. No worries. Barlow. Okay, actual news now. Uh, so, true, what's happened? Uh, Josh Kelly, did you see this? Oh, Josh no. Josh Kelly uh, was spotted house shopping in some suburb oh in Melbourne. God. Apparently, it's only 15 minutes away from St Kilda's home oh, base. Oh. And uh, people are saying, you know, maybe... They didn't offer him those. Who because No, nah, but they're saying maybe St Kilda are going to offer him. But it's still, it's close to North Melbourne as well. I don't really oh. know the logistics of melbourne but the article basically said you know but anyway so i think gws had basically said they're giving him a few weeks to just sort of speak to his family and friends and uh decide what he wants to do so he may actually decide mid-season um what he's going to do which would be interesting to see if he does say oh, i'm going to go elsewhere what they do about it if they keep playing i think him. they'll play i think they'll keep playing him yeah i think so Oh, well, have to that's a professional thing to do. It's not like uh, Lockie Henderson who did it, and then I think uh, Lockie Henderson was shit anyway. I think he, he walked out <laughs> a couple of games before the season ended, mm. and yeah, then he didn't play for the rest of the season. Um, other news in the the sort of trade. Something JJ JJ going on. I keep seeing it on the. Yeah, that was going to get that, but we'll do that now since you brought it up. Thanks. So Johannesson's getting some some offers. Apparently, the rumored one I saw JJ. was Essendon. And he's after, I think, the number is seven hundred grand a year, which the Bulldogs good if you can get it might not be able to afford because obviously they're paying Tom Boyd big money, and then Bontempelli's probably going to command a big contract, with, so they're probably trying to keep some money spare for him. Do you reckon he will um, struggle in another team? I reckon he might. No, I reckon he might a bit. I think. Yeah, I'm with you. If he was in a really poor team, he might. But I think at yeah. this point, they're almost the most valuable players. 
you know, not maybe not the most. Yeah, like the players, cream. The cream. They're pretty players. valuable. Those running halfbacks. You look at Zach Tui and how he's he goes to Geelong and he fits in in a good team. I think he'd still fit in if he went to like a, a bottomed out team. Yeah, like that's what I Brisbane mean, like, or something. He, but I reckon like if he went to, if he went to Essendon, I don't know how much yeah. he'd add to their team. But basically, anyone would struggle. But uh, no, but see, Essendon, I think are, are probably closer than we think. In no, terms I'm of with, get a bit more continuity, they're not contending, but I reckon he'd still be pretty productive for Essendon. I think he'd be good. Obviously, if you go to a team and you're higher up the priority list, other teams trying to shut you down more and focus on you, then it's going to be harder. But I think he's a good player. West Australian, so I also saw something today saying, I didn't really know if they meant Frio were looking at him or they were just suggesting that Frio should. But I think every team probably is inquiring if they have money. Yeah. Um, as to if he's willing to move, seven hundred grand's a lot, though. Yeah, that it is. it is. But with the current market, is, as the cap's probably not. Up. Yeah, the cap's going to yeah. be twelve million, I think, next season. Yeah, so depends. Yeah. So that's still a fair chunk, but you know, he's yeah. he's a pretty unique player. Uh, Frio after Mitch McGovern apparently from Adelaide, um, West Coast I think into him as well. So is Lucy. Lucy. Um. Yeah. So the McGovern boys, we know they're both very good West Coast have got their own McGovern but Mitch McGovern is out of contract and has put contract talks off to the end of the year or something so Frio is looking at him um, and West Coast are already as well which we know any thoughts on that be a good pick up for anyone basically oh, it'd be, I'll, I'll be surprised if they somehow let him go but well they've got a lot of guys as well to consider paying I mean they're obviously paying bets they've got Tex Walker Sloan I mean I don't know yeah I know but he's their fu- he's more their future yeah. yeah, well, that apparently yeah. West Coast want him because they're looking at yeah, well, I agree. being prepared Everyone for when him. Kennedy's yeah. uh, getting older. But yeah, he'd be a good fit for Frio because he'd actually fit the age bracket of their sort of core group of stars at the moment. That well, not you can call them stars, or whatever. But you know, the guys like Fife, Lockie Neal, um, McCarthy, like he'd fit right in that age group. Hamling, like they've got a lot of key position guys around that from sort of twenty one to twenty five. Yeah. So he'd be a good fit there. Uh, Dale, there's a couple of Thomases involved in the news. Dale Thomas, Daisy. They, it's been said he was rig of the week. He went to Carlton and said he wanted to remove that clause that was spoken about earlier. If he played X amount of games, he had an automatic contract so that it wouldn't be talked about anymore. Just get it off the table and focus on playing footy, which he he played well on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think that's obviously there's probably some risk to it from him. But, if he wants to play on next year, but I think at the same time it removes a lot it of takes pressure. some pressure. Yeah, it takes and some pressure. you know, as they said on um, three sixty, I think it was. There's a lot of positives to Carlton at the moment with the young guys there and they're playing well, and that's just one story that's there that later in the season it's going to be more and more talked about that could be a negative. So they've just taken that out of the way, and I think it's a good move for both of them if he's happy. And maybe they said to him, you know, he's a good chance of getting a contract next year or maybe they said if you do get a contract you're not going to play I don't know but I think they're both happy hey look we're just happy to get away with the four points uh, Lindsay Thomas has been rubbed out for three weeks in the VFL so he could have got more won't be coming back anytime soon I haven't seen it have you seen it Dicko yeah of course what happened he just runs through the centre of the pack and elbows the guy on the head okay not was it clean out cold. dirty oh it was straight dirty he literally just, like imagine like so the ball say I don't know in the centre of the ground and just imagine the player just running straight through yeah, and so the guy's got his head over style. the ball, head yeah, over the ball, and he just job. yeah, he just clips him straight with his elbow, knocks him straight out. Okay, dumb, dumb. And the last bit of news: well, we've all known about uh, Lou Richards passed away this week. 
Louis. So how old was he? Louis Handball 94. Challenge. Yeah, 94. So he had a pretty good innings, Had a good innings, Lou. yeah. Can't All of us being uh, younger men, only I only remember him. Lou. <laughs> I only remember him as Lou's Handball Challenge, <laughs> Lou. I don't remember his playing career. Or no, of course not. We were even alive. But from the sounds of it, he was yes. a bit of a pioneer for the um, the industry of like football media and everything. So well liked Rest by his peace, peers. Lou, or veil, as they say now, for some what reason. What the fuck does that mean? I don't veil. understand it. I, don't I know it. what it means in Latin. It's like farewell, goodbye, or something. But I don't. Why don't we just yeah. say that? We're not Latin. Yeah. Anyways, Dico, you got the MRP, mate. <laughs> Our main man, Waity, has got a week. He's got a week. And. Midfielder Kobe Stevens has also accepted a one-match suspension by the match review panel for a dangerous tackle. Stevens will miss the Saints clash with Carlton at Etihad Stadium. Good for us. Old Kobe, old Eagles player. What a legend. Yeah, he is, yeah. And yeah, so that's it. Um, just some more suspension, some fines, but no one cares about fines. Maddie Tabernar got a $1,000 fine after yeah, but his no one cares about breakout Tabernar. performance. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Tablich. Hack. <laughs> He's um, not. A, did you see the guy? He's a potato, mate. He did play well. No, good on him. I don't. Nice. Ra- I don't rate him particularly highly, but he good did play him, well. Good on him, mate. I hope he proved me wrong and ends up playing. If he games. played like that every game, though, would you rate him highly? Yeah, of but he won't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't know that. Maybe he will. No, no. I hope, he, I hope he does. And evolve, especially yeah. big guys. I hope he does. Good all on right. Him. Um. Okay, that's all for our news. We'll move on to the results and review for round seven. Oh, oh before we do that, yeah, yeah we'll get come into on. I know, every, this is everybody's favourite segment. We usually do the drop after the, when we're announcing the card. No, 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 we're doing it now. We don't care. I'm thirsty. Yeah, we'll do it now. Yeah. Cricketer's arms what again. What have we got? Croft, you got this one. Yep. Yeah, got another cricketer's arms. So the second, second cricketer's arms of the year. Jingle those keys. Today we have the spearhead, spearhead. pale It's not ale. a screw top, is it? Here you go, mate. Thanks, mate. 5.2%. Nice on the um, pour it in the glass. strength. Now I'll read the back. This new world pale ale is late hopped with Amarillo. For well, a subtle citrus aroma. It's a bit dark in the glass. A bit dark? Yeah, yeah, it is very dark. Dark in the glass. Bit of a citrus aroma. It's dry hopped with Nelson Salvin, whatever that is, for a tropical finish Ooh. and balanced with a pale malt. There is an aroma to and it. And two specialty malts to deliver a sturdy caramel <laughs> So, look, that's a positive there. Um, it leads the way for the cricketer's arms. It's the spearhead of our range. It is the spearhead, it's you're the right. the spearhead of it's their the range. Title. So, this is obviously their most popular brew, so... Get around it, boys. I don't know if it's um, where it's from. It's not too bad. Victoria, Melbourne. Maybe? Yeah, Victoria, Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. Victoria. It's not... Don't support it's Victoria. It's not got a... I don't know what you find, but it doesn't have a very strong taste about it. Parallels no, it doesn't. normally do. It's kind so of it doesn't. The smell, the smell the kind smell of is, uh, strong. is strong, but yeah, it doesn't the really The taste is... Yeah. Let's uh, see if you find the same, Dico. It doesn't have that sort of bitterness. It's like it's smooth, but it's just... There's not a lot of... Up. Oh, not much of a head there. Not a whole lot of flavour. No. I wouldn't have thought. Let me have a bit of a smell. Yeah. For mine. Nice and fruity. Oh, yeah, you can smell it. <laughs> you can smell it. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah, it's not super strong. I don't like no. that really. Nice. Yeah, yeah well, it's not overly bitter that's, or that's anything. It's just it's quite... That's all I've got. Is it's <laughs> no, it's quite a tame, well, quite that, a tame taste, that, I think. Right. It's not too uh, out there. Whoops. That's how, how I'd say it. Okay, Dico, do you want to get your results ready? Because that's what we're going to be yep, going to now. Yeah, go on through them, mate. Okay, so let's have a look at the results from the weekend. Wellingham! Wellingham goals! Who was on Friday night? Footy St. Kilda versus GWS. Oh, 
Wowee. Wowee. Joey's I tip this. None of you guys tip this. Go, go marching in. in. Oh. Saints go marching in. Uh, big win. The Sainers. Fraser Gehrig. Big, big Give win. GWS, I think they are too big for their britches. Probably a little bit. Yeah. Bit of infighting. Did you see the Phil Davis thing? Nothing yet. Shoved old mate. It's leadership. Yeah. No, I, I think it's fine. I'm just saying it does. It does show there's obviously some issues going on oh, though. If you if you're getting to the point where you have to shove someone, catch me outside. How about that? Uh, Steve Johnson's absolutely gone down the can at the moment. Oh no, I've got him in my dream team, and he I'm did getting not, rid of him. He did not look good. No, he oh, he had a good I know first we're, we're against riding players off. He had a good first quarter. He's been oh, written off a few times. I'm not gonna. Before. I'm not gonna ride. I'm not no. gonna ride him off because I Garrett, think he might just be know. sore or something. I don't know. Yeah, rest. Um, yeah, your man. The haircut. Oh, the Fraser Gehrig haircut. He's bringing it back and he is looking on song. He can't be haircut of the week this week because he was last week, but he no. was very good. Jackie Stephen. I, I think you, he, he got was really good. nine of the chocolates. He did. He, he got, shared he them got, with he Sebby Ross. He did. He did get nine. Seb Ross definitely doesn't stand out like Jack Stephen. No. Heath Shaw played little well legs still. pumping along. But, uh, yeah, big win for St Kilda. Yeah, and my team. A big loss for Grey Western Sydney, I think. If you uh, it's good. It, it balances it up, you know. Balances well, makes it's it even, closer. It's an even season. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very. I like it. I this like it. this whole round reminded me of the. Uh, it's the quote from Predator. But remember when Essendon was like really dominant and Brisbane beat them and Lee Matthews. There was the. He said to his yeah. boys, "If it bleeds, we With can the kill big it." Man was killed. You must have wanted it. Its blood was on the leaves. If it bleeds. We can kill it. That's this round to me was if we bleed if it bleeds we can kill it round because every team that had been doing well previously our weakness was shown or it showed that they can be beaten anyone can be beaten. I thought as if it was bleeds it breeds. Is no, that that's <laughs> that's a different saying. Oh, okay, yeah, that's um, okay. You got chocolates injuries. Well, we went. We, we, we got, we got the chocolates injuries. Adam Kennedy for Greater West Sydney with a left knee and oh, Jacob Hopper with a dislocated yeah. finger. It's Apparently ACL Kennedy's, so he's out for the year. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Unlucky, yep. big fella. Bye, Felicia. Unlucky. All right, AFL Coaches Awards. Um, yeah, Seb Ross, Jack Stephen, and Tom Scully got three votes. No, him. Skulls. He's become a really good player, Tom Scully. Respect, yeah. mate. Respect. Oh, uh, the next game. Oh, this was. Oh, so I was oh, watching. This is the best first quarter. I was watching the Carlton time. game. And just the score of this was in the corner. I had to turn it over. I had to turn it over. I had to text my mate Ryan, who's a North supporter, and I said, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> because they were up. It was just 30 to 0. The start of that Carlton, to zero. The start of that, happening? The start of that Carlton Collingwood game was boring it compared to the little, that little scoreboard yeah. in the bottom <laughs> where just, the, the, goals, the goals just kept ticking over. And it was like, what is happening? 64 to 0. Wow, and against the top team but honestly, that hadn't that, lost a game. No matter what, like wow. that should never happen. Oh. I don't know what Adelaide were doing. Major mistake. I mean, apparently there was a a, a sizable breeze, but wow. All right, so Rory, oh, no. that's just. I think Rory Rory Sloan obviously wasn't pushing enough people no. in the chest. I no. think <laughs> got to it. <laughs> that was bad. I mean, they did a pretty good job to actually sort of come back I mean it's hard to come yeah, back well they did they kicked the next 30 points in a row yeah and then I was like so oh my god it's going to be the opposite yeah. but then credit to North Melbourne they yeah and North with their history goals. this season and if anybody was if yeah. anybody was going to uh, let that one slip it would have been North yeah. Melbourne <laughs> uh, do but we have I'm telling you hmm? my man Waity. Waity. Yeah, Waity. Yeah. Well, and then he's gone and got Waity. himself rubbed out. So. Uh, well, this is what uh, he does. I didn't think it was that bad, his tackle, honestly. Like, yeah, he's probably a bit stiff. Yeah, definitely. We'll discuss the tackles later. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. You know, oh, oh, what we should discuss okay. later on is 
this week, the holding the ball rule oh. was fucked. They didn't call heaps of them. Let's discuss it now because I haven't got anything. They, they did not call heaps of them. Like there were heaps. They've of them. been for a long time now this season. They don't. The, what's happened to? It used to be you grab like, illegal disposal yeah, or dropping the ball. Yeah. It's not a thing anymore. I know. Yeah. Now it's just oh. if you get tackled, oh. you just let your arms go loose. So and it but, comes but, out like, and knocked out in the tackle. What it, no. What, what it used to be is you grab the ball. If you have even a, a millisecond to do a handball, no matter if it's going to be effective or anything, tackled, holding the ball. Yeah. You get away with it now. You yeah. have it. Your hands free. Not holding the ball. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there was one. I this remember. This week was massive. I remember. I remember one vividly and. Jared Healy thought there was nothing wrong with oh, it. Yep, yep, yep. I yep. this. And it was a clear misdisposal of the ball. He had his and hand. he said, oh, he had no prior opportunity. Yeah. But, but his fellow yeah. commentators were trying to say, yeah, but if you don't have prior opportunity, it doesn't matter. If you don't dispose of the ball properly, it's illegal disposal, free kick. It doesn't matter about prior opportunity. Had, was that the Jonathan Patton one? There was one Jonathan Patton yeah, one where sure. he had his hands free and he's getting tackled and he's looking around and... Oh, holding on to him. Yeah. And is that, was that when ca- uh, Geary tackled him? Yeah, I can't remember. But he didn't get called holding the ball. Yeah. And but I that was go- like, oh my God. But that goes back to it. You've got the, the industry experts or the media personalities that are in there and they're supposed to know about the game and yeah. they don't even understand but the But I, I just don't get how it can be from a few weeks ago, last year, where they would ping it every single mm, time. Yeah. And now they've just decided, last few weeks, well, we're not going to call It's them. starting to gain traction. They've though, been told not I to call thought- I think Rodney Ede had a, had a go at the umpires about certain things as well and I think a lot of people are, are bringing up the inconsistencies again and it's starting to get a little bit of voice so. I thought that they'd gone a bit far with just prior opportunity based oh, it wasn't yeah, I agree. anymore I agree. but now it's not an argument of prior opportunity it's the fact like someone can have the ball for enough time where it should it is enough prior opportunity and they're getting tackled but it's just if the ball comes out it's like they're so determined for it to just to be play on and be yeah. fast play that they don't care how they get it out. Like, I if they just you, drop it. I agree. If you instantly grab the ball, you grab it and you yeah. tackle it and knocked out, then play on. Yeah. But if you have yeah, as yeah. one second, sometimes you do get stripped in the tackle and it's not yeah. your fault. But when I think there used to be a thing where they'd like it's rewarding the tackle yeah. for a really good tackle yeah. where they've come in, they've pinned the arms and they've knocked the ball out after guys had matter. opportunity and then that's a legal half, disposal. Half a second. The ball. If you have half a second to punch the ball, that's prior opportunity. Yeah. And if you've got prior opportunity and you're tackled and you don't get rid of it but the ball comes loose, it's still holding the ball because you haven't disposed of it. And then I did see one on the weekend where the guy got tackled immediately. The, they were, the guy was just vice gripping it to him and yeah. he literally could not get rid yeah. of it holding the ball. Well, that's I'm my... like, that's on the other guy. The other guy's holding s- the ball. What's happened is this... they'll bring it up and then they're gonna, next week or the week after, yeah, it'll be yeah. ridiculous. Everything yeah, will be yeah. holding the ball. This yeah. is my favourite part yeah. of the whole, of the way they name the rules and the way they adjudicate them. I and I've said this before, is that when that happens and somebody gets tackled and they get pinged for not making a genuine attempt and a genuine attempt is somebody just Actually. faking getting yeah. it out which is not genuine at all by the way but yeah they just have to yeah. flail around making it look Anyone like can they're trying to get it in and like hit the ball yeah. into yeah. themselves yeah. Yeah. what's out? genuine about that yeah. <laughs> it's actually more genuine trying to get it out when they're just struggling trying to get their arms free so they can handle mm. it yeah. anyways we're, we're going to move on from that so, um, chocolate makers chocolates injuries so weighty and of course yeah. got the Big chocolates from weighty Ben Cunnington he's on song he's, good. he's a good player yeah, he's on song bit of a workhorse uh Injuries, so the concussion to Lynch and oh, yeah. North Melbourne. Wagner did an ankle. Don't know how waggy. bad it is. For Wagtail. Good work, Waggy. Oh, next, next game. game. Collie Ooh. Wobbles. A tip 125 Colin. year anniversary. Can you believe it? I got this one wrong. Yeah, I know. Oh, fuck. No faith, mate. No faith. No, I didn't. So I didn't. 79 to 56 Carlton's way. And they just outplayed him. I think once again, in the wet conditions, uh, probably 
a slight out coaching from Brendan Bolton and SPS Samuel oh. Petrovsky Seaton had a really good game. I'll give him a haircut haircut chocolates. of the week. Oh yep, yep, yep. Ha- haircut of the week. Ratty Petrovsky Seaton. Um, that ratty is amazing. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Elliott played all right for Collingwood. He always looks dangerous. I expected Collingwood just to make that comeback, but they didn't. They just didn't, yeah. No, no. And it's really disappointing. That probably takes away any momentum they got from last week. They're back to square one. Yep, they're and back to under. Yeah, maybe a, a bit more pressure on Bucks as well. Yeah. Good for Carlton. I mean, Carl- three wins. Carlton's going to do this. Three wins. Yeah, they're going to do this because they, they play consistently and give they give effort. This all right, this happened again. This happened last season as well, and everybody does it every time. It's like, oh, I don't think Carlton are going to win. They'll, they'll barely win two games, and everybody says it every year. And I go, like, it's like a they don't learn. Like, it happened last year. They won, like, what, six or seven games? Mm. And then they did it again this year, and it's... And they're winning games. They might not win as many or be as convincing, but they're they're gonna do better than expected. Seventy. Well, the whole league's more even this year, so if you're off your game, you can get beat by anyone. And as I said, Carlton give pretty good effort, and they're well coached. So if you don't play well, there's always like, a chance to beat you. And they've got some good. Their um, back line is gonna be one of the best in the league. They've know, got some in, good tools in the future. So... I reckon. Yeah. Oh, and Snoz, Alex Silvani, love him. Yeah, he played all right again. Good um, on him. Bring yeah, I don't know. It was pretty He's pretty straightforward, really. I think just Collingwood mucked it up. And uh, oh, can you do that? Cut did what they does do. Dale Thomas have the best rig in the AFL <laughs> with a photo of him? That that's going to be our Dale, AFL things. Like, yes, Dale, no. Dale Thomas. Yeah, uh, that has that's going to get some. Dale Thomas had a good play. You see that one where he uh, did the old fake out? Did the old fake out? Run into an open oh, goal. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice little banana. Did the banana. Goal. That was good. Uh, and Cruiser. Cruiser played yeah. well. Cruiser He's got getting, the votes. He was in the chocolates. Yeah, he, he got the votes. He got the nine as well. I think he shared nine with mm. SPS. I was surprised Damn he got nine because he only had a really good third. Well, part. yeah, but he, I think his grand, he, like his around the groundwork was really well. Especially they talked like, him up on the couch this week on Fox yeah. Footy. He's getting a good he's run. I think he's well. getting a good run at it, and I think it's it's good for him. Right, he's, injuries. He's a um, I just had an injuries. So Daniel Wells was replaced in the selective side by Tim Broomhead. Broomy. Name of the week. I don't think I remember I think seeing... that costs Collingwood the game. Wells wasn't injured. He was just rested. I think when that happened, I, I said I should have... Ch- no, I, well, I reckon it I mean, if he was contributed. sore, he shouldn't play. Yeah, but he wasn't sore. It was a planned rest because of injury history and because they had three games in 12 yeah. days. Mason Cox. I should have played him. Coxie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, I don't think I saw uh, Jacob Wiedering yet. Brought off the ground for any treatment as well that game. I think mm. he just actually got through probably his first game this season on skate. Okay, uh, West Coast, the Flat Track Bullies went over to Adelaide Ooh. Oval, which we have said they play quite well at, and, and they, they got came a big win. Through with a win. Did you watch it? Big win. Uh, yep. Yeah, I watched all of this. Poor and kicking. I poor was, kicking. Oh, I cannot believe. The, I'd like good on the Eagles for winning, but mm. I cannot believe they held on to win. Port yeah. Adelaide, Port were Adelaide, absolutely peppering. Oh. Massively. Oh, I thought they were just going to run over and end up like you know if they got if they got those couple of goals ahead or something, I yeah. think they would have run away with it. But not good on the Eagles. Mark Carr is a good player. Four goals. He is a good player. I mean, Josh Kennedy kicked two, good. three, and he's usually really accurate. So there's some missing from both teams. But yeah, Port came at them. Yoey, Yoey got the chocolate. Robbie Gray had a down day. He did. Oh Wingard yeah. So we good. thought he was going to be down the week before. Mm. Yeah. Down this week. Wingard was. Well, I think he had good. two good weeks. Twenty-five Sorry, kicks. Wingard had. Wingy, wingard. Ebert had a haircut. How many behind? How many behinds was it for Port Adelaide? Ebert, Eagles superstar. Yeah, Shouldn't have let him go, Eagles. 15, 12, 15 to fifteen seven. Yeah. So I mean that's not great, but it's not 
the worst you've ever seen. All the stats, though. But they had a lot. Yeah, all the stats were all 71 disposals more. They're inside 50s. More Nine more clearances. Oh, they nearly doubled the inside 50 count. Mm. Yeah. That's a bit ridiculous. Good win for West Coast, though. Hold yeah. on, they were tough. They still have to win it in Melbourne, probably, to get the monkey off their back. But, you know, all, all you wins. can do is win the games that are in front of you. So yep. Definitely gives do. them a good chance for the... In, any eight. injuries? Uh, just chocolates. got out of it. Don't uh, Elliot, yo, got the chocolates. Yeah, yoey, bro. Yoey, he's having a good year. I think he must be up there in the overall, isn't he? Second, mate. Yeah, yeah second. Know, he's doing well. Behind Rory. All right, the next game. This is a surprise. The Gold Coast oh, Suns. Was it? I tipped him. The Gold Coast <laughs> Suns over the Cats. Catters. Wow. The Cattery. An interesting game. Gary Ablett put in a wonderful audition. Mm. I told you. I told you. I cooked everybody did, for I don't it. Don't he, count he him out. Didn't him he got second. He got six votes. He was good. He kicked a cracker goal. Yeah, he did. Cracker. That was very good. I didn't see much of this game, but... No, I, I didn't either. I, and a bad loss for Geelong. I pretty much expected Gold Coast to win quite yep. easily, and they did. That was a bad loss for Geelong. I think Geelong. That's two in a row. I think Geelong do underrate teams sometimes, and they come up, get ahead of themselves, and they are too reliant on a couple of players. Yep. And uh, I mean, even though Dangerfield still had twenty nine touches, but this is this is the wins you want. Like this, this makes it way more even with teams like Gold Coast yeah. winning. Well, I mean, you look at the ladder, and it's really. Even. I know. I love it. Um, any injuries? Any no, chocolates? No, no injuries. Just Henderson was replaced in the selected side by Menegola. Mm. Um, Former Fremantle player. And the chocolate maker was Aaron Hall. Hall. So coming back to some form. Good on him. Good on him. All right, the next game. This was a close one. I didn't get to see this game, but I really wanted to. Ah, uh, disappointed. The Western Bulldogs got up over uh, the Richmond. Tigers. I tipped Richmond. Imagine Richmond won this. We got seven. With the controversial... Uh, oh, delivered out of bounds that call. was bad. Did you see it? Yeah, you know, to me, it was delivered out of bounds, so... And have you... What was it? I've seen it's it. It's a fumble. I've seen it ten Are times. you telling me it's not a fumble? It, look at his hands. He tried to handle it. Reese, what do you reckon? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It does look deliberate. That looks deliberate. But watch. Yeah, the umpire doesn't have a replay, does he? So. I, I agree. Fast pace, it does look deliberate. But watching slow-mo, I'm like, that is not deliberate. Even slow-mo, I still think it's deliberate. What? This angle here. Watch his hands. I think it's an intentional No, there, like, ah, he mate. goes to grab it like no, this. No, he goes to try, he goes he to try and like, gather it I, again. I agree. Yeah. There's where, no way an I agree, but I agree where he goes like this, but then he tries to grab it. And, and it hits his hand this way on this part. Look, here, look. He taps it. I'm like, there, yeah. But then he goes to grab it. Answer yeah. me this. He, he, tried, to, me he this. tried to rein it back in. Has him. there ever been a time where a player has intentionally fumbled the ball out of bounds or over the? I don't think he could intentionally. I couldn't think he could. Having said that, I think the umpires in that particular scenario, in a very heavily contested situation like that, have to give him the benefit of the doubt. And the other thing is, have to that didn't give a free kick that gave the Bulldogs a shot at goal to win. That would have just given Richmond a boundary throw in. So there's no guarantee that. But I'm not. It's still. It's still a bit. So looking at it in isolation and not in in the terms of. of what the the situation of the game was, I think that needs to be given the benefit of the doubt purely based on the contested situation that it was in. If you're looking at, say, the deliberate rush behind rule, which is a similar thing and probably even more so, like they have so much space and they get so much space given to them to be able to rush that and not and be given the benefit of the doubt about it that I think There's in that particular pre- situation... Pressure is not a factor in the deliberate out-of-bounds rule. I think, I think it should be. Yeah, but yeah. it isn't, so... I don't, in terms I, don't, of that I, I think it was different a fair opinions. Call. I don't think it was. I think umpire, you shit. 
<laughs> well, I reckon it was fair enough. I reckon it was fair enough. No. You're, uh, wrong. You're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> Next game. Wait, we well, are there any injuries? Chocolates? Uh, injuries. I think Bont got chocolates, didn't he? Yeah, Bonty. Well, we'll up on the chocolates. Nine votes. He's a gun. Sorry. Could be a Brownlow threat this year. It's just time. it would have been good if Richmond won. That would have made it a bit more even. Yeah. No, oh, no, it wouldn't. That would have been six. It wouldn't nine. have, yeah. No. Go on. Ah, uh, the next game of the round was Sydney over Brisbane. They finally won. I know. Buddy I Franklin Brisbane. had to go ballistic, but they finally uh, yes, won. Yes, he did it. Our, our mate. Our he he's bro- one, he's broken one. it since we, since we put him number one. From the wing? Number one, yes. yes. Wow. Boy, he showed, he showed why, he's, why he's number one. All right, he so, he's, all so he is really good, but I hate this, right? I hate it. It's like... Buddy Franklin from 80 metres and it dribbled about 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on. I know, I agree. Still went through. Kicked it from 80. Yeah, he did. That was a great goal. It was a good 80. performance by him and a good performance by the Swans. And also, I think you could probably give a little bit of respect to Brisbane that they didn't just let it go and get really annihilated because Sydney started pretty yeah. well. And they sort of, even I mean, they still got smashed, but it wasn't like an 80, 90, 100 point smashing they, they held on and fought it out to the end. So for a young team, and a team that's been smashed a bit, I think they'd probably, you know... Yeah, good on them. They'd hold a little bit from that. Like, yeah, they kicked the same three goals each in the last quarter, so... Any injuries? Chocolates? I think Buddy uh, had to get chocolates. Oh, uh, Buddy got chocolates by man. a mile. Yeah, player of the week. Injuries? Um, no injuries on the other side. All right. The next game, Hawthorne snuck in over the Demons. This almost was a great... Jordan Lewis kicked the second or the last oh. goal of the game. I know. I thought they were going to win it. It oh, oh, would have been good. If only that, imagine that was the last kick for the win. Oh, Louis. Fuck. Yeah. He played pretty well, I, I think, Jordan Lewis. can't get this to fucking load up. Against his old mob. Uh, Roughhead kicked four goals. Hawthorne started really well, and then it looked like what some of their other games looked like, where they were sort of getting run down. Now, did you guys see this game? Um, I'm I trying to remember. I saw bits and bits. I saw the start when it, looked like, well again. when it looked I like... I did watch the last quarter, the yeah. whole last quarter. Lewis had 30 touches and two goals against his own mob, so pretty good statement from him. Not his own mob. Well, his old mob. Yeah, his old mob. Yeah. I, I thought Melbourne were going to come over it. Was, it was a good game. It was, yeah. Good game, and Hawthorne held on. So, I mean, yeah. They're going to so, do I this, mean, Hawthorne. They're going to have games where they're on St. and they Kilda play better well. better than Melbourne. Yeah. They've still got that. Well, hey... As I said, when Maxi Gorn went out, that they won't make the finals. No, no, no. So we're going back for round one. You said Melbourne, we're going to beat St Kilda. Yeah, they're not. Oh, they're still well, they were beating him until Maxi Gorn went out. There's still no. plenty of season to go. Yeah, there is plenty of time to go. No, but until Maxi Gorn comes back, they're probably going to struggle. Uh, any injuries? Chocolates? No, that's not an excuse. Excuse. Um, injuries. So they left. Old mate O'Meara out, and they said they're not in any be, rush. Mm, he's going to be out for four weeks. Um, and virtual right knee. I don't know how bad that is. Yeah, I think it was ended up being a PCL, which is what. Uh, okay, that could be bad. Fremantle player Michael Appenis has just done again. He did it in the preseason. He did it again this week. He's out for the season. Appenis and old um, Hunty, old head bandy. He hurt his shoulder. It looked pretty bad, but I think he came back. Yeah. yeah, I think he did come up. We yeah. like him. We like Auntie. Yeah, he's fast. All right. Uh, fast chocolates. playing the AFL. Chocolates. Um, chocolate maker was your man, Jack Viney. Oh, Jackie mm. Viney. Yeah. Did well. Tough nut. He was good. He's a good player, Jack Viney. Yep. Good player. All right. Last game of the round, my mob Frio got up over Essendon. I told you guys, it was never in doubt. 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, well, it looked it looked you close. It tip. looked close for about three quarters. Essendon but. started well. It was close. It was close. But in the last quarter, Freeman Freer absolutely just, smashed him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Essendon started really well, and Freo were making some errors. It wasn't just skill errors; it was more like brain fades. Like Ibbotson got done holding the ball, in that he took a mark in the back pocket and just held onto the ball, and ended up being play on and just got tackled. That was dumb. And there was a few other dumb ones, but I mean, Bradley Hill had a super game, probably his best game. I mean, I didn't see every game he played at Hawthorne, but if he played a better game than that, you know, I'd be surprised. He kicked a goal. He had a whole, I think he had 30 kicks. Brad, his, disposal, the chocolates. his disposal efficiency was a little bit lower than you'd like, but he just kept running. Tabernar, we spoke about, kicked four goals. Tabernar. Had eight, uh, How many marks do you have? Good on him. Nine marks. And that was the big marks. thing. He was really clunking them. And that's he's, And the other thing is he had a few kicks that were like ones he would have missed previously where he's kind of straight in front. Fucking hell, Bradley had 16 marks. Yeah, Brad Hill marks the ball heaps because he's just always open because he runs. Oh, jeez. Bear Tabernard looks really fair. good. Uh, Kirsten sprayed a few chances, but at least he's getting the chances. He's presenting and marking the ball. Fife had a bad start like Freo, but so came good. So you guys had Fife. No, you had number one Fife, didn't you, midfielder? I did. Yeah. Well, you guys are wrong. <laughs> I don't think we are. This season, you have been wrong. He's just building, mate. He's coming back off two broken legs. Yeah. Give him a chance. I think he's he, he, playing. He, uh, he had 26 positions and two goals. Yeah, praise so. Jesus. Lockie Neal's way yeah. better than him. Lockie Neal is very good. You know Lockie Neal's way better than? Zach the Ferret Merritt. <laughs> Lockie oh, Neal is superior. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. say that. Yeah, I like Lockie um, Merritt had 28 possessions, one goal. Lockie Neal had 40 possessions. I'm not going to disagree, but five still shit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Title to your opinion. Have, uh, have Essendon hit the wall? That. Uh, I think John Walsfold alluded to it a little bit even. Yeah. They left a few players out this got a week. bit out-coached. It was warm. Oh, the like someone like Merritt needs to... Work, you can't use heat. I'm sorry. 30-degree yeah, heat, nah, you, can't you, can't it. It. you can't use it. I don't think it's... That is hot, though. Like they, yeah. I mean, that's for both of them, though. Both teams, both are, teams are playing. But you're right. Blakely went to Merritt, and I think he had nine possessions in the second half. Yeah, so someone like... So he really... Someone like... Down. Yeah, we only had two two positives in the third quarter. Yeah. Like someone, even Goddard slowed a lot of them He's a player that needs to learn how to break a tag, so... Yeah. And Merritt, like... He played last year, so there's no excuse for him hitting the wall or anything. So, no, he hasn't hit the wall, though. Um, yeah, I mean, they looked good early. Hooker's, Hooker's a really good player. and they got, I mean, they're sort of building. I think there's some holes in but there. But was that, was that a sign list. that maybe they can't run out games? Well, I don't know. Is Has it been a recurring theme, though, or is it just no. that one game? Yeah, they are. And at the same time as well, Frio's been finishing games quite well. Well, Matty D plays for Essendon now. I didn't even realise. So you can kind of, you know, bit of both, maybe. But anyways, that was all for round seven. We'll do our votes now. Ooh, who wants to go first? Go. Uh, someone else go first. I can go. I can write yours down, don't you? I can go. All right. Croft's going to go. Start with the one vote. I gave to uh, a little bit of a biased vote, but I, I liked him in this game. Uh, Samo Petrovsky seaton won the yeah. Rising Star. And, SPS. Uh, oh yeah, Rising Star. And he played. That. And he played really well. He. I think he was pretty instrumental in terms oh, of like definitely. getting that game. Well, uh, he got nine coaches in votes. Carlton. In Carlton's favour. So good for good for a young boy. In the wet. Uh, two votes went to Elliot Yo. Yowie. Uh, three votes to Jackie Stephen, mm-hmm. the haircut. That's two haircuts. Two haircuts mm-hmm. in my top five. Exciting. Four votes to Budwood Franklin. Oh, yep. And the five votes went to Jared Waite. Yes! Right. Yes, a man. Oh. Okay, I've got... Are you going to go? Okay. Yeah, yeah um, did, did you have Yoey as one vote? Or two. Oh, okay, I have Yoey as one vote. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll swap that around. Jackie Stephen, the haircut, the mullet man. Um, no, two votes. 
three votes goes to Brad Hill. Yeah, best I've ever seen him play. Yeah. That's not even joking. Almost best a thousand metres game. Best I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was impressive. Yeah. Lance Franklin. And then Waitie with a five, just because he's a legend. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fuck, he's a legend. That's Look, how you do it. That's how you play football. Absolute smash. Kick okay. a bag and then get rubbed out. That's how yeah. you do it. That's how you do it. Good night. All right. I've gone. Well, I've only got one really different to you. One, Jack Stephen. Haircut. Good game. Yep. Two to Bradley Hill. He's going to put Viney in here, I reckon. You're, no. You already what? said Brad Hill. Best game ever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've, yeah. I've gone three to the Bont because he was instrumental in yeah. a close game. And we know my opinion. Don't rate him. The close games. Four to Jared Waite because he didn't kick as many goals as the five, which is Buddy Franklin, who kicked eight goals for. Eight goals for. It's got to be the five. You no. take out his score, guess what? They lose. I don't know. It was against Brisbane. Yeah, no chance. Wait so, who was North playing? Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> They're no good, are they? And you know what? Buddy Franklin didn't get rubbed and out. Wait, so and Wade had, had come back. Off so, uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. It's, we're waiting on individual performance. Two verse one, you're on. Uh, I, I think you could have gone, gone either way with him. <laughs> I was yeah, tempted no. to go either way, but then yeah. Reese swayed me to go yeah. wait to Actually, I forgot, about, I forgot about Bradley Hill. I would have liked to put him in, but I liked the young bloke, SPS, getting... Yeah, well, well, I wanted to give him a vote, so... Fair enough. I nearly... I considered him. I just went with Jack Steven because of the haircut, although both good haircuts. All right, that's all for the <laughs> round review and preview. Oh, sorry, review and results. Now we're going to do our top 10 for the week, and this week... We're the pride of South, South Australia. Australia. We're, we're the, the mighty Adelaide Crows. Crows. Woo-hoo! Um... The Adelaide Crows, who have had some really good players. A lot of them were 90s jobs. But we're going from 2000 plus, which has been our rule. Now, they've got to have played, you know, some good footy in the 2000s to be eligible. They've got to be... Can't just have scraped in as much as Dico wants to put in Tony Modra. Tony Modra played <laughs> from Godra. Fremantle. not Modra. It from is Godra. From 99 to 2001. Yeah, he, played, he played his best football at Adelaide. Uh, You're kidding me if you don't think No, that. I'm just saying, he, in the 2000s, he didn't even play for Adelaide. No, he played his best footy in the uh, EJ Witten Legends game. <laughs> played for Fremantle. He was he was still a superstar at Frio though. He only retired, I think, because he just liked drinking. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> please drink responsibly. Who wants to go first on this one? Uh, I'm going to go second. You're going to go second. I'll yeah, go because I'm just working time. my order out. All right, so from ten to one, we're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. There might be some some differences in some of ours, I reckon. So ten, I've got this man finished his career at Gold Coast, but I've got Nathan Bock. He was really good centre half back. Yeah. I think he was all Australian. Um, he was really good in that. When I think when they had Neil Craig, remember that time when they used to finish up the top. They, they never they didn't win anything. They just finished on the top a few times. Uh, number nine, I've got Paddy Dangerfield. Um, didn't really want to put him in there. Had to because he's good. But I reckon at the end of his career, people are going to remember him as a Geelong player. And he still played. How many games? Did but you he play? did. He still he, played. He still played a bit for Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he was good. No, he only he only played 154 games. <laughs> no, that's not me. I think it, I reckon it was only his last probably three se- not, his last three me. seasons like, at Adelaide. He was like really good. Top 12 of the all time games list. Okay, well this is top 10, so good, good on you. All right, number eight. Oh, I miss Brett Burns. This guy. Oh, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> this is number eight for me is the Birdman. Damn it, Brett Burton. He was taking hangers every week. He was Jeremy Howe before Jeremy Howe existed. I've he could kick really good goals. Yeah, and he had a, a good good longevity for Adelaide. Played through a few sort of eras there. Number seven, I've got the running machine, Nathan Van Burlo. He wasn't a, a standout player or anything except for running a lot. But he was a captain. Longevity. Long time. 
pays for it. Good player. 205 games. Great servant to the club. Uh, number six. This was Nathan Boxall running mate. Ben the Truck Rutten. Oh, I was going to put him in there. I like I? Benny Rutten. He did some great shutdown jobs. He's a big unit. 229 uh, games, nine goals. Yeah, big fullback. And he was a really good player, right? And he always is a tough, tough matchup for anyone. Five, I've got Scotty Thompson. He's still playing to this day. Massive possession accumulator. Is he? I thought he retired. No, nah, he's still playing. No, still playing. Oh. He's, I think he's played a game yeah, this year. Yeah, I don't think he's getting a run in um, this year, mate. Yeah. Is he? But yeah. I swear he retired. He's a, he's a good player. He'll, He'll probably, retire in, probably retire in a year, really. Number four, this man, I don't remember ever seeing him with hair, Tyson Edwards. He was a good player, could play forward, could play he back. Was. Good midfielder. Rig. No, rig. Yeah. I don't know. Was it rig? Okay. Oh, he had a rig. He, he had loved a rig. going to the rig straight away. Yeah. Number three, this man is a coach currently. Simon Goody Goodman. Good as. Good player, left footer, had some good pace about him, skillful and involved in some in that good Adelaide era. Number two. The Rue Marcoshudo. He's got a great voice. Uh, he loves commentating uh, Adelaide Oval, boys. It's commentate. the best Oval in the world. You're a good player, but you shouldn't commentate. Man, Koshy, love it. They got the same voice. Um, so the Rue, he, I mean, he was a gun, wasn't oh, he? Oh, absolute gun. Thick. Rig. Oh, mate, they brought, <laughs> look, Scotty Thompson, Mark Rashido, Riggs. Yeah, big unit, Mark Rashido. Big kicker. Number one, one of my, if we did a top 10 all-time favourite players, which maybe we will do it later in the year. He'd probably be in that top 10 for me. Andrew McLeod, I loved him. Smooth yeah. mover. I could just watch yeah. him run forever. Norm. Wonderful skills. Two Norm Smith medals back-to-back. I mean, the two times he played in the grand final, he was best player on the ground. That's clutch. The man, he was an absolute legend. So that's my list. That's my top 10. Andy McLeod, right. number one. Love him. My list uh, changed it. I Just to note, I did have the um, best ruckman in AFL <laughs> live. Graham Johncock is number oh. 10, but I've Did changed you have Ryan it. Ryan Fitzgerald in there? Oh, I should have Fitzy. Yeah. Shout out to Fitzy. Well, he'll probably follow us. Uh, <laughs> he might. He might. <laughs> <Brett> <laughs> him number one. The Birdman, Brett Burton, number 10. Nah, number nine, that. Nathan Van Berlo. Mm. Uh, where's eight? Eight. Gooders. Gooders. Oh, good. Now, coach. Low. Yeah, that is low. Is it? That's number your, seven. Your opinion. I put Taylor Walker in there. Oh, the big Texan. Yep, I think he's good. He's probably 11 on my list. Number six, Tyson Edwards. Rig. Tyson. Number five, Rory Sloan. Oh, yeah, we'll slow you. Yeah, Number four, Scotty yeah. Thompson. Number three, Andrew McLeod. <laughs> Number two, Patrick Dangerfield. Number two. And Brownlow medalist. Did um, Andrew McLeod win a Brownlow medal? Uh, Patrick Dangerfield didn't win one for Adelaide. Yeah, but did he win one? No. No, just two Norm Smith. And number one, as much as I don't want to do it, but I watched a lot of Mark Ricciuto, and he was an absolute gun. He had a, he had a stellar rig. Did he? Do you not remember? No, I remember him shredded. being stocky. No, he was shredded. Was he? Okay. Yeah. I'll cool. get some photos up for Colo in the break. Keep going. All right. All right. Like, Number 10. You're so weird about rigs. I had uh, <laughs> ben, Benny Rutten. Oh, the truck. Uh, number nine, I had Eddie Betts. Because oh. he's doing ridiculous yeah, things. He's doing ridiculous. He like, I mean, he did. List at the end. Like, at Carlton, he did this, but he's just, uh, I don't know. Ridiculous. Uh, if only you kept doing it. Number eight, Brett Burton. Uh, number seven, Rory Sloan. Wow. Number six. Oh, that is, oh. Keep going. I'm just looking up Tom Hafey's rig. <laughs> Seriously. That's, how old is he? <laughs> His rig. 
Can we put that up there? That yeah, I think amazing. I think so we need to put that up there. Lou Richards. Really Jesus like Christ! Was that Swiss? Is he on Swiss? I, oh, I feel like he's on Swiss. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Where the fuck was I? Um, five. five. No, I'm not up to five. You were. Like, you said six. No. Yeah. Six was Rory. No. Wait. Yeah. Six was Rory Slam. No. Wait. Sorry. Seven was Rory Slam. Uh, six was Patrick Dangerfield. Five is Tyson Edwards. Eddie. Four, Scott Thompson. Good work. Three, Big week. Simon Goodwin. Nah, good as. Two, Mark Rusciuto. Ooh. And number one has to go to Andrew McLeod. Yes. Andrew Happy. McLeod is... Uh, it's, it's a tough one for me as a card supporter because it makes me cry thinking of Andrew McLeod and how good Chris Yaron could have been. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right. Okay. Oh. That's our top ten done. So, a few differences there, but, you know, good, healthy yeah, differences. Yeah, I know. Andrew McLeod should probably be number 10. Now we're going to head into the best segment. Did Andrew McLeod win the Brownlee medal? No, he didn't. Yeah. Did Mark Rashido? Yes. Nah. Look. Yeah, nah. Look. Yeah, nah, look. Yeah, nah, look. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Colo, what have you brought brought up for us? What have you brought up for us? Come on. Losses from Adelaide. And GWS show this season is wide open. Oh, yes. I mean, sorry. Yeah. 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 I don't need to say any more on that. That was an easy one. Samo Petrevsky Seaton is going to win this year's Rising Star. Croft, I want you first on this one. Yep. I want to. He's going straight to Nelly. He's going straight. Yeah. Um, me? Nah, no chance. No, okay. I'm going to say, look, I think he's got a chance, but I think Pow no Pepper. Has been getting whacked off in the media nonstop. I think he's probably good. He's oh, slowed down. He's slowed it's down. Hard to see. Yeah, but I, don't know. Still, but I think Petrovsky Seaton will get dropped in four rounds. Petrovsky Seaton's had the, that one really good performance, but his other game, he's, he's been, been building he's been to solid. That. He's been building. He's yeah, been building, but he hasn't been in their best five players in any of the games until now. Whereas mm-hmm. Power Pepper's probably been, he's been in there a few times. So I think he can, but he could. Yeah, there's yeah, a bit to play out. But I don't think he will. Uh St. Reese, uh, this is on record, so Reese yeah, has got this. Yeah, I reckon he's going to do it. Okay, good on him. St. Kilda could win it all this season. Dico, I want you to go first on this one. Can they win the, can they win the flag this year? This year? Um, they get McCartan back? Yes. McCartan's... Yeah, he's like, twos, mate, he's like never played for them. <laughs> Paddy McCartan, yeah, so he's been playing the twos. He's getting back, he's getting back to form. I reckon he will. Okay. Get another big body. So you think they can? Okay. They can. Croft? No, sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> they can. No, I yeah. don't think they can. I'm not, say, not this year. I'm going to say, I'd like to say at least look because, you know, but I think Rewalt's going to play again next year anyway. So I'm going to say nah. Maybe next year they can, but I don't think they can this they year can unless they a, take some... Pull the Bulldogs. Some, yeah. Yeah, you never know. Uh, okay. Yep. Now this one, well, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was brought up on the footy show. And then it was shot down by Timmy Watson on that Talking shows, Footy. That shows really but shit. But the thing man. is, they should do away with the banner. So the pre-game banners, Sam Newman and Rebecca Madden said that they should get rid of the banner. It's dumb. And then Tim Watson was like, it's uh, tradition. No, uh, keep it. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it gives the supporters, the like cheer squad and shit, something okay, so to do I, during the week. They should do away with the banner. Yeah, no. Nah, look. Well, I... No, who, no. who cares? What's wrong with the banner? Does it stop? Like, what was their argument to say that they should get away with it? I Is mean, it, it interfering with something? Or 
that that look they said it looked tacky because it's crepe paper or something. I think I think no, I think I should nah. keep it. It's tradition. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you know, it's one of the quirky yeah. things of our game. And yeah. you know, when someone's got two hundred games and they have the banner, yeah, exactly. The witty the witty comments on there. Like Bulldogs are really good at those ones. Like yeah. Freo I'm sure having, I'm sure Freo sometime the most Garricks in the AFL. I'm sure sometime oh, in the future we'll have like a hologram or something of the yeah. same thing like written on I mean, there. It's fine. Did yeah. you see you? Oh, uh, you saw uh, Carlton's one this week? No. Uh, yeah, Carlton. Hundred twenty five years since I. We first beat you or something? Yeah. That's a good, good one. That was a good one. Really and they beat him it. again. All right, next one. Uh, okay. This is, I want to get Croft on this one. <sighs> Here we go, Croft. The dangerous tackle rule needs a change. What, Are we starting with me? Um, yeah. Well, whoever well the start? dangerous tackle rule. Yeah, so, you know, Waitie got rubbed out and Stevens. <sighs> Do you think they need to get rid of it or, or change the interpretation? The sling tackle. Look, I don't know. It, it, it's the interpretation. I don't know. It's hard. Mm. Like, look at Waitie's. It wasn't a bad tackle. It wasn't a vicious tackle. It's kind of like you, you, you're taught to kind of pin that arm so you can't mm. get rid of it. Yeah. But you pin that arm and you take them to the ground, they're going to hit their head because they have nothing to protect themselves with. I think that's what the AFL was trying to get across is that if you do pin the arm and then you decide to take them to ground, that you're basically running the risk but then, then, but then it's like, well, if you let it's, go it's, of their arm, choosing to bump. they get rid of it. Same as choosing to bump. If you choose to bump now, you're taking the risk that if you make head-high contact, you'll get rubbed out. So they're basically saying, so they're saying if you're trying to pin the arm, you have to try and keep them up. Well, you can bring them to ground, but you can't. So it's just hard that you can't just drop them down because guys are strong, but yeah. not to sling them to the side. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if you don't have to, yeah, I, I, it's not that bad. It's just... Yeah, I'd say no. I, yeah. I don't I don't I think, think that it hasn't been, it hasn't been, we haven't been yeah. rife with suspensions Due yeah, to it, it we've the, had a couple. The players just yeah. need to learn not to. And I think they have take like take side yeah, with you. Don't, think it's, it's just you got to really learn not to do that really dramatic movement where you actually yeah. just almost pick somebody up and yeah. throw Which, them. Waiters wasn't really like that. It was kind of just it was almost one. It's the two actions that they were really big on to start with. It was almost one action with weight, but yeah. but he still probably like if he goes back, he could have stopped sliding oh, yeah, to the ground. Definitely. So. But then at the same time, it's like. Guys like it's Martin and Fife, if you wrap them up and let them stay on their legs, mm. they're so good at breaking free. So it's I hard. Know, yeah. But you can tell, and like Jordan Lewis says on 360, you can tell when you're tackling someone and they're they're in a strong position, or as to when they're kind of weak, and that you can take you them. Like you know them. when you're going to be able to. Really but also them. like taking them to, the, to taking them to the ground, and particularly if they're trying to handball, you take them away from the ball. So if it's resting on their hand and they go to handball, and you take them yeah. away from the ball, they illegally dispose of it, and that's the free kick to you. Yeah. Well, that should be like who the fuck knows well, now, but it should be. Taken, but yeah, but I that's think. what I'm saying. It's like it's such an advantageous thing. Like like obviously you're going to go. Oh, I don't want to get reported for a. a aggressive tackle or whatever but like it's so advantageous when you can dis- you could uh, dispossess them of the ball so yeah. I think no I think it's alright and I think player safety is probably the most important thing we want to see good players out there and not missing games suspensions and oh sorry with concussions and stuff like that so I think yeah protect the players protect the head keep it going uh, next one the game in China is a bad idea you know look uh I don't know if if it somehow gains the AFL to get sponsors from Chinese sponsors. Do you think it good? will though? Well, I don't know. Well, right. I, there must be a reason behind this. Their business model must be a reason. Basically, I think I, it's I'll give you supporters. I'll give you I'll give you some figures. So Port Adelaide put I think it costs it's costing like four million dollars to to do this, uh, and I think they've made ten million dollars in sponsorships and stuff like that. So like it's a lucrative. It's profitable. Yeah, it's profitable. It's profitable. For them, yeah. yeah. So 
Uh, did you say is, is I, it I, I think I'm going to say look I don't think it's a bad idea but I think doing it with a in-season game is a bad idea I don't know it has yeah. to be because yeah, I think I, it's going to affect it doesn't the really care like China won't care if it's an in-season game or yeah an if it was game. pre if pre-season yeah. it wouldn't matter yeah I, I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say look on this one because I think like from a um a business standpoint I think it's good because you're yeah, expanding the game. Yeah. I also don't necessarily think it's for the Chinese people. I really think it's like a whole it's like expats and stuff like that, like people business, that are over yeah. there. And I think um, it's probably you get attention in other markets. And other people are going over there. Game. Like Port Adelaide fans and stuff and Gold Coast fans will be flying over to China. Yeah, it's something different. You know what? It, it, it would China be a, it would be us. amazing though if someone like China had their own AFL league. Oh yeah, with their population, they could yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, but so, the, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it did something like that. The other thing, the only thing I'm worried about is, um, I feel like the ground conditions are probably going to be shit. Um, there's already been talk. They reckon there's going to be a, there's a sandstorm due, and like everybody's been told to wear well, masks honestly, over the weekend. That like, is probably plus in Shanghai. The, plus the air pollution. Shanghai, the pollution in Shanghai is off its head. So yeah. that is probably the only bad thing for the players. So the. The other thing, the other thing I have a problem with is like uh, Koshi and Port Adelaide have been driving this whole thing, and I've said this before on another podcast, is that uh, Gold Coast seem like they're in a really good position to benefit, especially yeah. like fan base wise. From if there any Chinese people are going to jump on, they're going to be like, yes, Gold Coast, like yeah. it's us, right? Uh, so I think that's a little bit, and but also I heard that uh, Port Adelaide have said because Port Adelaide gets to choose who they play, so if they do it again next year, they've said, well. <laughs> They've said we We're might choose. We might choose somebody well, why else. Why would they choose the team that had? Like, surely they can see this coming. I don't know. Maybe they must have yeah. just not thought about know. it till later. All right, that's all for you. Now, look, we'll move on to our tips now for round eight. Ooh, tips of the Friday week. night the footy. Oh, this should be a good game. Well, West Coast Eagles versus the Western Bulldogs, and it's here at Domain Stadium. I'll go with the first tip, and the Eagles will win quite significantly. I'm gonna tip the Bulldogs this week. Are you? Are you actually going to tip the Bulldogs I in do. your tipping? Yeah, I do. I tip what I say. No, you like don't. Ninety percent of the time, I do. So you're definitely going. Okay, I'm gonna tip the Bulldogs. Okay, here. I will. You tip. just want to go opposite me because I'm leading the tipping. No, no. I honestly, I honestly do think the Eagles will smash them. Yeah. No, I think the Bulldogs. I think the Eagles will be up and about after last week, and I reckon the Bulldogs play domain pretty well. I think you. Even though free AB. No. I'm gonna say West Coast. I think you do underrate the Eagles at domain though. They are exceptional. I know. No, yeah, it's a good tip though. If you win it, so good on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week showed you better possible. fucking tip it. Uh, ooh, Hawthorne versus Brisbane in Tasmania. It's going to be Hawthorne for me. They're paying a dollar ten to seven dollars. I yeah. unfortunately, as much as I want to do the stupid oh. tips, I have to tip Hawthorne. Seven dollars. I might put a multi on with Brisbane in it for that that price, just in case. But Bulldogs I'm going to tip yeah. Hawthorne. I'm going to go Hawthorne as well. Yeah. Um, St Kilda Carlton. Um, Eddie had. We St Kilda usually play that well. So no, St Kilda play well. Eddie had yeah. yeah Carl, I can't know very good. Carlton just came off. A St Kilda. Eddie had the so. shit ground. Just saying, shouldn't be played on. Yeah, I'm going to say St Kilda. That before. Yep. Uh, Greater Western Sydney and Collingwood up at Spotless Stadium. GWS for mine. Yeah, I think GWS. Both teams will be out to try and prove a point, but I think GWS should yeah, win this one. GWS. Pretty easy. Uh, Essendon and Geelong at the MCG. Geelong for mine. Geelong. Uh, Geelong, yeah, they pretty got a pretty back. easy week of tipping so far. I think that one, I think Essendon would have a chance that one because they're going to have some players back from. Yeah, I mean the only resting. the only reason I really say Geelong is because they've just lost the last two. Yeah, yeah they lost the last two. They got it. Yeah, uh, Adelaide, Melbourne, it's at good. Adelaide Oval. 
Adelaide. Adelaide, Adelaide yeah. It's probably be an annihilation. I think Adelaide are going to come. They're not going to come. Oh, they would have got cooked. They took North over, Melbourne yeah. lightly at the start of last game. They're going to come out yeah. breathing fire. Sloney, watch out. Uh, Richmond Fremantle at the MCG. This is going to be a great, this a great is... indicator for where Frio's yeah. at, I think. It's a bit of a mixed one, yeah. I'd... Great Fremantle to win, but I'd... I'd... Well, Richmond's tip, lost the last two, as I was I'd saying. I'd tip Richmond. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Richmond. I think it's going to be a good game, though. I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I hope it is close. Uh, I'm going to tip Fremantle. Oh, he's got. Although it. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I'm just going to tip them because I'm hoping okay. they win. And the next game at Jiang Wan Stadium, Shanghai, China. Mm, Gold Coast and Port. <sighs> this is hard because there's no. Is it even going to? Is advantage. the game even going to happen? <laughs> Um, we probably won't be able to see the players from the camera. I really want to watch. Is I, that bad? I don't think people understand how bad the smoke can be in China. It's I really, really want to watch this game. I don't, I'm telling, this is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, I actually want to watch it. Um, this is a tough one because it depends who goes over. Have they, are they sending everyone? No, uh, David Swallow is not playing. He's not going. Have is Ablett going? That, why wouldn't they send everyone? Yeah, I'd say they would. Apparently, send. They, they've only got four business class seats. Wow! So they're all traveling. Coach to China. Oh, geez. Uh, I know who I'm tipping against next. I know. I know who I'm tipping against next week. It's not it's four. Is it fourteen? It's a four. It's a fourteen hour fight. I think. It's not even. Well, there must be a stopover or something then because there will be a stopover. But they're talking out their ass if there's twenty three hours. Well, I don't know. Where are they twenty six hours? Well, one from Adelaide, one from Gold Coast. Yeah, China's knowing like it takes from here. Like 10 hours maybe Matt I think it took us 8 hours I, I don't know <laughs> uh, either way I'm, I'm going go to go I'm going to go Port Adelaide I'm going to go Gold Coast oh, I'm going to go Port Gold Coast won last week uh, North Melbourne yeah, and they Sydney. don't get to win twice in a row North uh, and Sydney at Etihad Stadium this is a tough one this, yeah this is a tough one so there's a couple of tough ones at the end. I think North Melbourne I'm going to tip Sydney I'm just going to say they got the mojo back yeah I mean North Melbourne won last week didn't they yeah so did Sydney <laughs> But yeah, the, I know, but I'm saying McVay North back. Melbourne. He played last week, McVeigh. Heaney's getting in form. Buddy's in form. So North Melbourne have won. And Waitie's out. One, two I, well, that's I the answer right there. Waitie's out. I'm not, putting, I'm not putting a lot of stock in their win against Brooklyn. Colo's got it. Sydney. No, neither am I, but... Waitie's out. Waitie's out. Who's going to get their goals? Sydney. Now, now, now. The tip of the round. Do I go with Chang beer or Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer? Okay, that's all we've got for our <laughs> tips. Now we're going to move on to... I'm going with Chang. Crofts Cook. Is you cooking or something up? All right. You know who I'm cooking? Everybody's heard. Oh, actually, probably over in Melbourne, they probably haven't heard about it. But Pav. Jimmy's mum. Had a comment. Did he? Yeah, in the commentary. Oh, he did, didn't About he? Michael Walters and said that uh, he is good at stealing the ball because he grew up in Midland. Now, as a fellow 6056 mm. uh, Midland. child. Midlander. Yeah, Mid- Mid- from Midland. I reckon it's ridiculous what the people are saying that that was even slightly or remotely a racist oh, comment. And it me. was certainly, and should be looked at it this way, in reflection of Midland's high crime rate, <laughs> which is a thing. That's a fact. It's meant this is a... levity. We rip on, it's like ripping on Frankston or something over yeah. it. They always rip we, on Frankston and Anyone should like be that. offended. It should be the people from Midland. They shouldn't be saying it's racist. Yeah. There's no racism. Yeah. And you know, you but know like people all the people. Midland know. And you know broken, all the people. So they'd yeah. laugh about it. You know all the people in Midland are saying, they go, yep, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the people in like Dalkeith that'd be like, oh, no, you can't say that. Oh, no, yes, you can't. No. But it's ridiculous. It's... 
it's it's so hard that people are out there that just love to jump on oh, shit like this. PC Brigade and is say, off its oh. fucking head. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He should be able to say whatever he wants. Oh, yeah, that, you know what? You know, that made me really fucking like Pavlich. Wasn't a big fan. Fuck him. He's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it and, was and just I mean, a harmless joke. Mates. Just like, yeah. just like once, mates. A, once in a while, can the commentators just say something off the cuff? Like, not just generic. Yeah comments like they had to just say something like yeah. an actual joke that they'd say normally and then the lynch mob make a fucking mountain out of a molehill and have to go straight after him with all with the oh, fucking torches and pitchforks oh, you can't, you can't say, say that that's that's somehow oh, racist even though well we're coming done. to that conclusion based on nothing out. michael walters came yeah, out with his instagram post was and straight out. away said oh i know people are gonna make me do this but i've known the pav nine years he's a great guy we're good mates we still catch up um, he wouldn't have meant this to be offensive to anyone from the Midland area or anyone else. I'm only saying this because I know pe- some people are going to try and blow this out of proportion. It was no offense intended, and there's no offense taken. So he's come out straight away. And uh, he said, probably should have squashed said, though, it. Listen, it's true. People in Midland are scum. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's scum. It's a lot of crime. It's man. it's absolutely ridiculous. And that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous, but you know, somebody uh, they have to talk about something. I guess they they have to have some kind of yeah. bandwagon to jump onto. Yeah. And just I think we should just uh, just ignore them. Well, it's good. Keep That's all you can do. It's gone. It, it'll be over next week, hopefully. Oh, it will be. It will fuck be, it. They um, keep talking about it. Yeah. Have they been talking about it that much? Oh yeah, bro. It was yeah. big. It was big. Really? On yeah, on the radio. I got on the radio. All the stuff I see for is like Melbourne-based media. So they haven't really. No, like, yeah. they mentioned it on like three sixty. What do you mean? What do you mean you don't listen to six PR? Well, I just don't listen to it that much. They haven't followed us on Twitter. Don't you have it? <laughs> don't you have it? You should, you should definitely we need Baz. Them. We need Baz and yeah, uh, Baz and Milsey. Yeah, Baz and Milsey to follow us on Twitter. Twitter. You can ring yeah. them up, and you could you could you could ring up six pr six pm sports Why today. You, you say hey Basil. You say and Carl. Well, I guarantee he'd shout out the podcast. Yeah, definitely. But you say hey Basil. You, you want a Fraser Garrett? You want a signed Fraser Garrett? Because I don't want to ring Carl. They poor Hazel, but he's so bad. Oh, Paul Hayes. They might not want to listen to it now. After a Paul Hayes will be hate. The man played what, almost 200 games. He was fat the whole time. So good on him. <laughs> God. Right? Impress- 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 can we go? Can we go? <laughs> Paul Hazelby versus Tom Hafey. We'll put that on the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rig of the week. Uh, that's all we've got time for this week. Yeah, thanks for. Don't know if you've got anything to say, Dicko, but uh, we're not man. Nothing to say. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter. It's getting here. Follow us on Facebook. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. He's trimmed down. Getting images. What? That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But thanks for having us. And uh, from all the boys, keep Mm. well. Keep well. Keep well.